The University of Michigan has attracted its fair share of our 1,500-meter talent over the years, with names like Sullivan, Brennan, and Cifuentes. But as of the 2017 NCAA Championships, I think we can safely add Phelan to that list as well. Jamie Phelan, hailing from the KWC, found her groove this season, first winning the 1500 at Big Tens by just over half a second, and just when you thought things couldn't get crazier or closer, at NCAAs she moved from last to first in the final 400 meters, pouring everything she had into the run, taking the championship by just two hundredths of a second. This show we chat with Jamie about everything from growing up and training in Kitchener-Waterloo to her big race in Eugene, Oregon. You're listening to The Terminal Mile at The Terminal Mile on Instagram and Twitter, a Tracky Radio production. NCAA Women's 1500 Meter Champion. Um, that's a title that, that has to sound pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I was definitely more in um, disbelief right after and a couple days after I was definitely in um more disbelief but then um receiving all the different like messages from family and friends and kind of sunk in a little bit more and um yeah it's, it's definitely a great feeling so i definitely want to talk to you about the race uh because you know that's that's such a huge huge thing i mean the the first person from michigan to or the first you know person from the university of michigan to win that title but uh i want to go back a couple of years because i was uh i was in guelph yesterday and i was talking to jeff holler and jeff holler is the uh <laughs> is is the junior coach for the speed river track and field club and um you know he he wanted me to get a picture of just the type of person that you were. So he, he told me a little story. He's, he said um, that he was down at a training camp, um, and even though you weren't with Speed River, you were, you were with Laurel Creek, um, he said that you guys used to do training camps together. And, uh, and mm-hmm. the one night he got a knock on his door, and there you were, and, and perhaps you can finish this story. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I went, um, so we're, we're with Laurel Creek, and they were with Speed River, and, um, we wanted to play a prank and play jokes on um, the Speed River group, so I went over to um, Jeff's Jeff's uh, room and knocked on his door and asked if it, was, if it was okay if we went in and pranked all of his of his athletes. Um, and yeah, that was just it was so fun. All those training trips with um with Speed River and just different people from around um, the like running community in Canada being able to like, come together it was it was so fun and. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love that. It was, um, that makes, that story makes me laugh a lot too, just cause, um, it brings back a lot of, a lot of good memories with, um, other people that we grew up with racing against and training with in Canada. Well, you know, I want to talk about that a little more. I mean, you're from, you're from Kitchener and the whole Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Guelph, that whole territory is just so rich with uh with track and field and and there's a bunch of different clubs perhaps you you can talk to me about uh you know growing up in that scene and and running with laurel creek and and uh you know all the teammates that you met along the way yeah definitely and so um for me i started i joined track or laurel creek track club um going into my grade nine year so um grade eight end of grade eight i joined and um i went with my coach was tom fitzgerald and um, he was absolutely amazing all throughout high school. Um, I just, I felt like I learned so much from him. And he, you know, some of the biggest things that he taught me was just to, um, to make sure that I'm resting and taking care of my body. And um, over those years, I feel like, you know, we started out with more of a, a smaller group with, with Fitz. And then um, he, our group ended up expanding. And um, some of my teammates, I 
looked up to them so much. Like some of them were Sarah McQuaig and um, a lot of the older girls that I looked up to and older guys that we'd run with. Um, they were huge role models for me in grade nine and grade 10 and growing, developing and growing up through, through high school. And um, then, you know, other teammates kept coming to Little Creek and some I knew from, from um, playing hockey with growing up and um, just like having that, that group there throughout high school and developing those friendships was just, it was amazing. It was so much fun. And um, I think, you know, all the work and training that we did in high school um, set me up so much to help succeed in college and um, in the future and down the road. And, you know, I still, um, you know, make sure I call Tom Fitzgerald up once in a while and catch up with him. And um, then, yeah, so it was, it was, it was good because there was a good combination between uh, my high school coach and then um, my like the club coach um so kevin or um christina sullivan she was uh used to go to villanova and she's a huge huge role model and almost mentor for me so um having the two of them throughout high school was um unbelievable well i do want to talk to you a little bit that that concept of home and, and what it means to you because uh i mean just this past week i saw you run at the inferno meet in in guelph um, you know, I was uh, announcing at 1500 meter night in London just a couple weeks ago. And if you go through past results and stuff, uh, even, even after you went to Michigan, you would still come back and you do 1500 meter night. Is that really important for you to come back to Ontario and, and, you know, get in a couple races a year? Oh yes, definitely. Um, 1500 meter night was always one of my favorite races, um, throughout high school. It still is one of my favorite races when we can go and, um, come back and race at that event and, this year with Speed River, um, it was it was just unbelievable to be able to come back and see all my friends, see all the um, familiar faces that you know we had growing up. And um, this was one of the first times that a lot of my aunts and uncles and um, family were able to come and, and see me race in, in person. So um, that was just a, an exciting moment. And then being able to see um, Tom Fitzgerald and but also have some of our um, Michigan teammates and alums come back and and race in our hometown too is just it was an unbelievable experience too and um i think those moments are, are huge for me um being able to you know after after nationals you get you received a lot of messages or i received a lot of messages from um family and and friends and people that you know i may not have been able to speak to for um several years and then being able to come to to canada and you know continue those conversations with, with those people in in person and um you know kind of catch up with them see how they're doing it's just those are the moments that I definitely um, are definitely more memorable for me. If we can, uh, let's go back a couple years. Uh, so you were you're in Kitchener. You were looking at universities. I know talking with with Ben Flanagan, uh, obviously someone that you're probably very very familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, he he told me that when he was you know looking around at, at different universities and stuff, he got in touch with uh, with Nathan Brennan, uh, you know another KWC guy who went to Michigan and he really helped him out. Did you did you get any support like that? Uh, did you talk to any you know Michigan alumni or, or anything like that? Um, yeah, I definitely. So Christina Sullivan was a huge um, help in a lot of the the university process and um, when I was looking at schools you know a bit in Canada a bit in the states um, you know she was deciding between you know Villanova and Michigan and um, so she helped me so much throughout the whole process and then Nicole Sefuentes is um, also from Canada and also a Michigan alum and Hmm. um, you know I I went up to her at one of the Canadian track meets in high school and 
um, just kind of start asking her some questions, and she was um, so helpful with everything. And um, you know, talked to talked about Coach Mike, talked about the dynamic and just Michigan in general. And um, you know, it, it really it, seeing her and her success um, at Michigan and um, getting close with her just really helped me helped me make my decision as well. And once I came for my vis- visit for Michigan, um, I pretty much knew right after my visit that you know this is this is the spot that I wanted to go to and. Um, everything clicked that the, the girls on the team, the dynamic that um, the team had with the program, the training that we had here, um, and then just getting to know Coach Mike too. I just I just knew it was a, a perfect fit for me. So I have to ask. I mean, uh, you know, Kevin Sullivan, Nate Brennan. Uh, you, you just mentioned Nicole there. Um, you know, those are quite a quite a few metric milers from from Canada who went to Michigan. Um, you know, after after your big victory, it has to be asked. Do you feel like you can be, you know, counted in those numbers now? Oh man, I, they I've looked up to them for so long, and um, you know, the, after this weekend, I'd, I think you know, Nicole and Coach Mike and all of them have helped me so much to get to that point this weekend, and um, I think you know, it's, it'd be an honor, and I'd be so humbled to be able to um, be named up with with those amazing athletes. But um, you know, I think I definitely still have a long way to go, and. Um, having Coach Mike and Nicole here next year and having them as um, people to help me through next year and um, the focus on those like little steps to hopefully get there uh, will be you know will be amazing too. Um, but yeah, there's just been there's been so many amazing athletes and runners through Michigan and um, you know I think I still have a little bit of ways to ways to go to to get where I want to be. But um, having those people as as people to look up to and role models, um, it's unbelievable. I've there's so many resources and opportunities that um, I've been so grateful to have here in Michigan. I know Nicole on her on her Instagram just after the race she she posted the last 200 maybe 300 meters of, of your race and uh, and the message there was just so so supportive uh, and it was really great to see and I've actually seen that uh, from a lot of you know University of Michigan alumni and and current people there. Maybe you could you describe you know the the support system there and what the atmosphere is like on the on the track team. Oh my gosh, yeah. So we have um, we have a, a big size team, and um, there's um, everyone from freshman year to to senior and senior year. Um, everyone is so supportive, and the fact that you know a lot of them, a lot of people that were still in town, ended up getting together and um, watching the race, and all of them send messages, or I called a lot of them after the race just to. Um, to talk and you know we had a couple other teammates racing in um, Halifax or yeah uh, Halifax and um, so we got to call them and we talked about um, nationals but also talked about their race and um, I actually called Nicole pretty much right after the race as well and um, talked to her on the phone and just like you know the, the excitement that they had and the support that, that they had throughout um, the these four years even not o- not only just this weekend but um, the four years I definitely think helped me get to this point and um, you know with all the alumni too it's been unbelievable hearing the messages from different alumni over Instagram and Facebook and um, phone calls and um, it's just been unbelievable it's it definitely puts things in perspective to um, you know how how big Michigan is and how big um, we, the support system is here at Michigan and um, it's been yeah so much fun and very exciting 
So you've you've traveled a lot uh, in the, in these past years, and uh, you know you've, you've gotten to be in a lot of really big races and stuff. But uh, you know you're also in university as well too. So what what was the balance like, and and how are you able to you know do well in classes as well as do well on the track? Yeah, I think um, so. Coming in freshman year too, that was a big thing that you know we wanted to focus on, and you were student athletes, and we always say that like student comes first, and um, but you know, Michigan, it's, they definitely emphasize the fact that, you know, students, um, to balance the student and the athletic or academics and athletics and, um, the, you know, being able to travel with the team and know that, you know, everyone's going to be studying on the bus together and you get to the hotel and you're focusing on, you know, what you need to do with all the little things that, um, at the hotel for your race, but also, you know, there's, there's groups of us that all pretty much are studying nonstop until our race or until we have to do the little things to prepare for our race. And, um, then on the way home, you know, you just have so many people um, focusing in on academics and um, being be, you have that support to, to reach out to if you need anything and need any help for academics as well. Um, but I think, yeah, it, it was more of a transition as going into or from high school coming into um, freshman year to try and balance everything. But I think it was um, once you get the hang of everything and it ended up being uh, like a perfect dynamic, I think. Um, and yeah, I think it's, it's, I feel like it gets better every year and, um, coach Mike and, um, Nicole and all of them are very supportive with academics as well. So if someone wasn't really paying super close attention, uh, you know, over these past couple of years, they, they might have, uh, you know, missed your names in, in some of the results and stuff. And I think a lot of that can be attributed to the fact that, uh, you know, you've, you've had a few injuries, um, over the years. How are you able to, you know, persevere through that, uh, you know, and, and stick to it and, uh, and maybe talk about your, talk about your cross training, you know, what did you find worked for you? Oh yeah, definitely. So I think like freshman year and since, or from freshman year to now, I had, um, a couple of different injuries with Achilles and, um, stress fractures, but, um, there's one of our volunteer assistant coaches, Amanda Eccleston. She's been a huge, um, help with the cross training over the past couple of years and, um, you know, we focus on, on train or biking and awkward jogging. And, um, before, so my foot was kind of beat up going into, um, regionals or pretty much since indoor and on and off, my foot was bugging me. And, um, we really just focused on getting to the line. Um, and you know, if that meant taking a day, day completely off, that's what we did. Or if we, I tried to get through all of the running workouts. Um, and then for the days that were more intermediate, I'd either go on the bike or go get in the pool and, um, do a mini, mini pool workout or, um, something to just get myself off my feet and make sure that I was resting in order for me to be able to do one of the running workouts and be able to get to the the line healthy and able to race. And once you get to the line, I feel like adrenaline kind of takes over and, um, you know, helps you get through it. And then, you know, we've had unbelievable athletic trainers here too, that, um, have really helped me get all my injuries under control. And, um, if I've had it, I had Achilles injuries that kind of took me out for a couple of the seasons. And, um, we had Mike Hickey at the time with my Achilles and he, he pretty much helped me every step of the way to get back to where I wanted to be fitness wise. And, um, just mentally as well. I think, you know, the biggest thing when, when you're going through an injury is just, um, like mentally making sure, you know, like there's, this is, you know, this is maybe where I'm meant to be right now, but it's not necessarily where um, where I'm meant to stay. So I think, you know, that saying kind of helped me a lot um, 
just, you know, it's, everything kind of happens for a reason. And um, looking back at my injuries, I think I was actually pretty grateful that I had those experiences with those injuries and um, kind of helped you be stronger for um, future and down the line. You know, taking a look at the, at this season, it, it really all came together for you. However, I'm I have to comment. I don't think that you know what what is it with you and and winning races by just the smallest of margins. I mean, I took a look at the at the Big Ten race and uh, and that was so so close. Do do you find mm-hmm. that that Big Ten victory sets you up well for the NCAA championships? Um, yeah, I think that you know Big Tens. Um, overall, our team did pretty well at Big Tens, and um, coming into to nationals after that Big Ten race, um, at Big Tens is, it was somewhat windy, and I was just trying to stay composed and um, focusing on the little things to stay engaged with the you know the top pack and looking for those spots to make my move. And I think you know bringing that um, those aspects of that race at Big Tens into regionals and into nationals, I think really helped. Um, but you know at, at nationals, you know we kind of went into the race you know, thinking that like, anything can happen and um, we, we definitely, I was ready for it to be, you know, a very fast race. And, um, that definitely was not my race plan either going into, um, going into the race. I, I had no idea that I was actually, um, at the very back of the pack and last. And, um, but I think, you know, just focusing on the staying composed and being patient and staying engaged, I think, um, really, really helps for nationals. For sure, for sure. So you're saying that that wasn't the plan going into nationals. You you didn't think that it would, you know, there'd be a whole bunch of people still in the mix at the last lap. Yeah, no, I was, you know, we um, we were pretty much talking about, you know, having it. It's going to be a fast year. It's going to be a very fast race, and um, that's what I was, you know, more prepared for. And we knew that it was a possibility that um, it would be clumped up a little bit more. But um, you know, originally my race plan was to um, stay back for stay at the back of the pack for the first lap or so just to stay away from all the, the bumping and jostling and then try and get my way up on, up until um, third or fourth position for the middle of the race and then finish as strong as I could. So, um, you know, but once we actually got into the race, um, sometimes, you know, race plans don't always turn out. You have to just be ready for anything in the race. And, um, you know, for this one, I, I remember just being at the back of the pack and um, seeing all the jostling and just told myself to just be patient and, um, you know, if I felt okay there, then I wanted to stay there and uh, make sure that I was staying away from all the, the bumping. And I think that definitely saves a lot more energy for the end. And um, by the time I said I, I need to get out, then, um, you know, I was, I was lucky in the fact that there was a, there was a path that I, I found and saw and decided to go with it. Take a look at that video. It's it's pretty impressive. It looks like it was, you know, four lanes, uh, four lanes wide of, of people just you know, going for that finish. How much awareness do you have at that point in the race? Um, yeah, I, after watching the video too, I, I had no idea, um, that, you know, everyone was that close and with, you know, 200 to go, um, I felt good and just tried to focus on those gear changes. And I like to think of three gear changes for the final, um, and for the final last lap, just focusing on those three gear changes and coming around, um, with 150 to go, I knew that, you know, a lot of people were going to have other gear changes as well. And um, I had no idea how close anyone was um, until the last, with like three strides to go. Then I saw um, Nikki Hills from Arkansas in the corner of my eye. And, but at that point, you know, it's, it's, you're already focused so much on your race and you're focused on you, just you getting to the line. And um, I think the middle of the, 
last straightaway with um, maybe 50 meters to go, then I, I just told myself that I, I knew that they were coming. I didn't know how close, but I knew I needed another gear and um, just get, the, get to that line as fast as I could. So what people might not know is, is that you actually have a, a fairly impressive 800-meter resume as well, too. Uh, in fact, I was talking to one coach, and, and they were kind of surprised to see you in the 1,500-meter in the first place. What would you consider yourself more of now, you know, a 1,500-meter runner or an 800-meter runner? Um, I definitely, I love the 800, and um, I think growing up with in high school with Tom Fitzgerald, he he um, really focused on speed um, in high school, which I was so grateful for, and we did a lot of 800s and 15s um, and 400s, and I think I've, I've always been a big, I love pretty much the 1500, I've always loved the 1500, and um, I think a lot of times the 800 helps a lot with the 1500, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I'd say the 1500 is probably my favorite, but um, you know, when, when I'm in an 800 race and, you know, I tell myself that that's the one that I love the most and, um, just kind of depends on, depends on the, um, the day of what race I'm, I'm running. And, um, yeah, both of them, I, I love, they're totally two different races and I think that's why I love them so much, but yeah. What has a post-championship race been like? I know down in the States that, uh, you know, the NCAA is, is a very big deal, um, and you might get a little more focus down there. Have have you really noticed a lot of changes as far as that goes? Um, you know, right now, coming as soon as I came back from um, nationals, uh, one of the biggest things that we just wanted to see all of our teammates, and we ended up going out for a dinner, a big dinner with a lot of the girls that were back home and or back in Ann Arbor. And um, I think you know, right now, um, I think there's not much of a, a big change that I've noticed so far, but it's more of you know, just staying, staying um, composed and just focusing on getting ready for cross country for next, um, for next season. And right now, I'm, I'm happy. I'm going to be on my break right now, and um, just making sure that I'm taking care of my foot. And um, you know, there's other girls on the team that are still you know, doing their runs and everything. And I'm excited to get back, back at it with them later on in the summer. Um, but yeah, right now it's it's exciting. And after nationals, just trying to take everything all in. And um, I think the biggest thing that you know, I've noticed is just the, the messages of support and, um, you know, the, the family and friends that have, have reached out and people that I've had got a chance to talk to um, over the, the past couple of days in the past week. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I believe you just alluded to it, but I believe you have another year of eligibility. Um, looking mm-hmm. beyond that, though, you know, do you foresee yourself staying in Michigan? I know you've mentioned Nicole, uh, but there's also Shannon Osika there. Um, you know, there, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of really good girls uh, training out there that I'm sure you're very familiar with. Is that kind of in the plans, or are you planning on coming back to Canada right away? Um, I'm still not too sure. I'm, right now, it's kind of one step at a time, and um, focusing on, on cross country and indoor and um, I have all three all three seasons of eligibility left, so um, the biggest thing right now is just to focus on how much I can I can give for the team for next year. And um, there is an amazing group here with with Shannon, Amanda, Eccleston, and um, Nicole, and having Coach Mike still around here. Um, you know, it, it would be an amazing group to go with them. But you know, right now it's um, still still a long way away and not not exactly sure which um, what I want to do just yet but hmm. uh, yeah focusing on on next year for right now take a look at the uh, at the short term uh, there's the Canadian championships in a couple weeks uh, I believe there's also FISU this year uh, you know do you have your eye on anything this summer uh, before cross country um, unfortunately 
unfortunately, we had to shut it down after the Speed River Inferno one. Um, originally, we were thinking about going to Canadian Nationals and, you know, just trying to um, race as well as I could at Canadian Nationals. But um, after after Nationals and after um, the 800 at, in Guelph, uh, my foot's been still bugging me a lot. And um, we decided probably the best thing for me to do right now is just to, to take care of my foot and um, rest up as much as I can to get ready for next year. So I know we always love going back to for Canadian Nationals, and um, you know I'm still trying to see if I can go and watch and cheer on everyone else at Canadian Nationals. So, uh, but I know down the road um, that's always it's always a goal to try and make it to uh, get it to um, nation, Canadian Nationals and um, race there and see everyone that you know we've we've grown up with. She's Jamie Phelan. She is the 2017 NCAA Women's 1500 meter champion. And uh, very grateful that, that you took some time today uh, to, to be on the show. And, uh, and it's, it's really been fantastic uh, to see someone who, uh, I guess for me, kind of local, um, <laughs> you know, do so, so well uh, down in the NCAA scene. And, uh, and very excited to see what you can do in the future. Uh, thank you so much for having me. That wraps up another edition of the Terminal Mile. Big thanks to my guests this week, Jamie Phelan, as well as to Tracky for their ongoing support. And to you for listening. If you want to find us online, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at the Terminal Mile. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and of course, Tracky.ca. Thanks again for listening. This has been the Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. <laughs>